This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad. Hello, my brothers and sisters. Let's start with a prayer. Uh, the Holy Spirit, Sinnington. Holy Spirit, how open source it on the third on hope you have to descend to my and establish in your love me and kill and tepid all the five your love so that I may be wholly subject to you. We believe that when you dwell in us, you also prepare a dwelling for the Father and the Son. Deign, therefore, to come to me, consoler of abandoned souls and protector of the needy. Help the afflicted, strengthen the weak, and support the wavering. Come and purify me. Let no evil desire take possession of me. You love the humble and resist the proud. Come to me, glory of the living and hope of the dying. Lead me by your grace, that I may be always pleasing to you. Amen. I pray that you may be always pleasing to the Lord, and that his grace may live in you. Let's talk about the universe and aliens for a second. So we don't, there, there could be other life out there on a, on a different planet in, in the galaxy. Um, but we don't know of any. So other than the earth, you know, you look up at, at the, the sun and the moon and the other planets and the other nearby stars, we know of no life out there. So we have, we have these big, uh, giant, uh, circles of, of, uh, matter just floating around, you know, following the laws of the universe, but, but with no life on them. You know, there's energy from, from the sun and the stars, and there's movement from, you know, like cl cloud-like structures, um, like think about the, the storms on Jupiter, but, but there's no life. You know, and the, the Father he creates this giant galaxy, you know, we, we have no concept of, of, of how big it is. And then on this, on this little speck, you know, in called Earth, he creates a garden of life. Nowhere else is there their life, but he creates this, this garden, this place where he can bring forth life. And in, in one of the things that are, is necessary for that that he makes necessary is water. Water is just so beautiful. It's such a beautiful symbol. It it brings us so much joy. A lot of the beauty on the earth is because of because of water. You think about the sunrise and the sunset. Those are really caused by by water vapor, you know, in the clouds. Um and the the light traveling through that and getting filtered into these into these beautiful colors um but water we can't we can only live probably three days without water but we never run out of it right because he made this beautiful cycle of of we use we use water it, it rains and the water falls on the ground and then it either it is either evaporated back up into the atmosphere or it runs to the through the rivers to the ocean, you know, and eventually is evaporated back into the atmosphere and becomes a new cloud and falls again. It's this beautiful cycle and our bodies can't exist without it. And, you know, that's just one little part of the universe that, that the Lord made 
beautiful for us. Or even our bodies, like our bodies consist of like 30 trillion other living creatures, cells that, that have a life. They don't have a soul um, and they don't have a mind, but they're living creatures. And, you know, and we're composed of, of all of these, all of these cells. It's so complicated. And you think about God is just a, as comfortable in the tiny little cells, like designing that tiny little cell as he is at designing the whole solar system. And, and he's made this garden for us on, on earth. And I'm, I'm just trying to get you to, to think about, wow, how majestic, how infinite, you know, the Father, the Father is in, in God and what, what he can do. And so Jesus has been up on the mountain praying all night long with the Father. The same Father that, you know, designed the system of water, that designed the cells in our, in our body. And then, and then not only designed how all of this is going to work and set it in motion, but then designed you. He, you know, formed you in your mother's womb. He knit you together. And, and he, made, he made this beautiful creature in you that he loves so much. Not, not just like, I love trees. I love all the trees. No, no, he loves this specific human being called you. And, and Jesus is, is talking with his father all night long. And then he comes down from the mountain and he selects the 12 and then he's giving this sermon on the plane that we talked about last week. And he's, you know, he's sitting or imagining that he's, he's kind of in at the, the base of the mountain. He's kind of sitting in a low spot and there's these, these hills that kind of slope down towards where Jesus is, almost like a natural amphitheater. And we're, we're on one of these slopes looking down down at Jesus. Jesus has been with the Father all night, and he's still with the Father. But it's what he's, what he's telling us is, is what the Father wishes us to know through the Son. Like, what, Father, what? Like, what, what do I say to them? So that they might know you, so that they might know how, how to come to you. So that they might know how to be happy. And he comes down and he gives these, this great sermon. So just think about this is God who you know, created the universe and the cells and water that is speak, speaking these choice words to us. And let's sit there on the slopes. And, and maybe you know, you've sat with, with your family a little bit up on the slope. But then you ask, can I go? You're, you're smaller. So you're like, can I go farther up? And so maybe you go down to the closer to Jesus, you know, and you you wind your way through as he's talking, and then you sit down, and you're not very far from him, and you're looking up at him, and he and he's speaking these words to you who hear. I say, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who mistreat you, to the person who strikes you on one cheek. Offer the other one as well. And from the person who takes your cloak, do not withhold even your tunic. Give to everyone who asks of you. And from the one who takes what is yours, do not demand it back. Do to others 
as you would have them do to you. For if you love those who love you, what, what credit is that to you? Even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who do good to you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners do the same. If you lend money to those from whom you expect repayment, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners and get back the same amount. But rather, love your enemies and do good to them and lend expecting nothing back. Then your reward will be great and you will be the children of the Most High. For he himself is kind to the ungrateful and the wicked. Be merciful, just as your Father is merciful. Stop judging, and you will not be judged. Stop condemning, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give, and gifts will be given to you a good measure. Packed together, shaken down, and overflowing will be poured into your lap. For the measure with which you measure will in turn be measured out to you. And as you've heard those, those words of Jesus, you know, he's speaking from the depths of his heart. You know, you just tell his, his body is just desiring to express this meaning to you as you're sitting there. And I just want you to th think back to, to one, of, one of the things he said that's like hard. Maybe, maybe it's uh, give to those who ask of you. Give to everyone who asks of you. And from the one who takes what is yours, do not demand it back. Think about if you have siblings, you know, when they, when they hey, I want to play with that. Hey, can I have that? How often you say no. You know, for me as an adult, how, off, how often the church says, you know, we need more money. Or give to the, give to the Catholic service bill. How often I say no. Um, or, or even my wife, you know, when she asks things of me, no, I can't, I got I to gotta do this. And let, let's just take that example and imagine that you're, you're, that you're drawing. And that there's the specific marker that you're using, your your sibling wants, or somebody wants it. And that, can I have that? You're like, I'm halfway through this thing with this specific color. No, you can't have it. Maybe, maybe when I'm done, you can have it. No, think about, yeah, okay, here you go. That doesn't feel good, right? You don't get to finish what, what you've got. And that's Jesus that is asking us to follow him a little bit blindly. And he's saying, if you can see the, the, the good that's going to come out of what you do, you're going to do. If you know, hey, uh, my mom asked me for that mark, I'm going to give it to her. I don't know why she needs it, but I know she's going to give me a treat because I was good. Th then I'll give it to her. That what, what credit is there? But if you're doing what what Jesus asks, which, which is give to anyone who asks of you. If you're doing that and you don't know what you're going to get back or if you're going to get it back or if it's going to be good, 
That's what the Lord wants. He wants us to follow him. We, we are so limited. We are these, we are these little cells in the body of Christ. And we can't tell what's going to lead us to heaven on our own. If we decide what's good for us, we will end up in a bad place. And so we have to follow Jesus blindly, even though we don't fully understand how is it good to just give, give, give. But think about practicing that this week. To, to just say, whenever somebody asks me for something, I'm going to do it and I'm going to give it. The whole dang week. And see, see where the Lord leads you. Because eventually, we do actually know what we get back. Jesus promises it. Pack it down, shake it, overflow, pour it to our life. Repayment of this we have. One is a, a hymn poem, John Newman, which is about about this, about about following the word of Lord the Lord when we don't quite understand it, just knowing what the next step is. So when the Holy Spirit, when, when somebody asks you for something and you're like, mm, and the Holy Spirit's like, hey, remember, remember the gospel on Sunday, give, give, give. And Lord, he's showing you one footstep in the right direction. He's not showing you the whole path. He's showing you one footstep. And you just got to take that, that step. I've just got to take that step. And that's what John Henry Newman is, is writing about. Lead kindly light amidst the encircling gloom. Lead thou me on. The night is dark. I am far from home. Lead thou me on. Keep thou I do not ask to see the distant for Was not us, nor pray that should me on. I love to choose and see my path, but now lead thou me on. I love the garish day, and spite of fears, pride ruled my will. Remember not past years. So long thy power hath blessed me, sure it still will lead me on. O'er the moor and fen, or crag and torrent, till the night is gone. And with the morn those angel faces smile, which I have loved long since and lost a while. All the blessings of the Father upon you.